Clearshore presents What Do I Do Now? The Startup Cycle by Steve Blank February 12, 2015 at steveblank.com Search Build Grow Last week I got a call from Patrick, an ex-student I hadn't heard from for eight years. He was now the CEO of a company and wanted to talk about what he admitted was a first-world problem. Over breakfast, he got me up to date on his life since school, two non-CEO roles in startups, but he wanted to talk about his third startup, the one he and two co-founders had started. We're at 70 people, and we'll do $40 million in revenue this year and should get to cash flow break-even this quarter. It sounded like he was living the dream. I was trying to figure out why we were meeting. But then he told me about the tough decisions, pivots, and firing his best friend he had to do to get to where he was. He had been through heck and back. I made it this far, he said, and my board agreed that they'd bet on me to take it to scale. I'm going to double my headcount in the next three quarters. The problem is, where's the playbook? There are plenty of books for what to do as a startup, and lots of advice of what to do if I was running a large public company. But there's nothing that describes how to deal with the issues of growing a company. I feel like I'm just driving without a road map. What should I be reading and doing? I explained to Patrick that startups go through a series of steps before they become a large company. Search in this first step, the goal of a startup is to search for a repeatable and scalable business model. It typically takes multiple iterations and pivots to find product market fit, the match between what you're building and who will buy it. You realize you're ready to exit the search step when you have customer validation. You've found a sales channel that matches how the customer wants to buy the product and the costs of using that channel are understood. Sales and or customer acquisition in a multi-sided market becomes achievable by a sales force or network effect or virility without heroic efforts from the founders. And customer acquisition and activation are understood and customer acquisition costs, CAC, and lifetime value, LTV, can be estimated for the next 18 months. Startups in search mode have little process and lots of do-what-it-takes. Company size is typically less than 40 people and may have been funded with a seed round and or Series A. Most startups die here. Build At about north of 40 people, a company needs to change into one that can scale by growing customers, users, payers, at a rate that allows the company to achieve positive cash flow, make more money than it spends, and or generate users at a rate that can be monetized. Unfortunately, as you hire more people, the casual, informal, do-what-it-takes culture, which worked so well at less than 40 people, becomes chaotic and less effective. Now the organization needs to put in place culture, training, product management, processes, and procedures, i.e., writing the HR manual, sales comp plan, expense reports, branding guidelines, etc. This build phase typically begins with around 40 employees and will last to at least 175 and in some cases up to 700 employees.
venture-backed startups will often have a Series C or D or later rounds during this phase. Grow In the grow phase, the company has achieved liquidity, an IPO or has been bought or merged into a larger company event, and is growing by repeatable processes. The full suite of key performance indicators, KPIs, processes and procedures are in place. Lucky you're not the ex-CEO. I pointed out to Patrick that he was in the middle of the transition from search to build, and I suggested that he was lucky to be encountering this problem as a 21st century startup rather than one decade or two ago. In the past, when venture-funded startups told their investors they'd found a profitable business model, the first things VC would do is to start looking for an operating exec usually an MBA who would act as the designated adult and take over the transition from search to build. The belief then was that most founders couldn't acquire the skills rapidly enough to steer the company through this phase. The good news is that VC firms are beginning to appreciate the value of keeping the founder in place. I reminded Patrick that the reality is startups are inherently chaotic. As a founder, he got the company to the build phase because he was able to think creatively and independently since conditions on the ground changed so rapidly and the original well-thought-out business plan became irrelevant. He managed chaos and uncertainty and took action rather than waiting around for someone on his board to tell him what to do, and his decisions kept his company from dying. Now Patrick would have to pivot himself and the company. In this build phase, he was going to have to focus on how to thoughtfully start instituting things he took for granted in the search phase. He was going to have to build into his organization training, hiring standards, sales processes, and compensation programs, all the while engineering a culture that still emphasized the value of his people. Patrick took a bunch of notes and said, You know, when I was figuring out how to search for a business model, I read the Startup Owner's Manual and Business Model Generation, but where are the books for this phase? And come to think of it, in the search phase, there are incubators and accelerators and even your Lean Launchpad iCore class. It gives us practice. What resources are there for me to learn how to guide my company through the build phase? Time to make new friends. I realized Patrick just hit the nail on the head. As chaotic as the search phase was in a startup, you were never alone. There were tons of advice and resources, but in the past, the build phase was treated like a smaller version of a large company. Operating execs hired by investors used the tools they learned in business school or larger corporations. I suggested it was time for Patrick to consider four things. One. Read the sparse but available literature that did exist about this phase. For example, The Four Steps to Epiphany, Chapter 6, Company Building, Ben Horowitz's The Hard Thing About Hard Things, a series of essays, or Jeff Moore's classic Crossing the Chasm. 2. If he already had an advisory board, formal and or informal, add CEOs who have been through this phase. If not, start one. 3. Get a one-to-one -one CEO coach or join the CEO peer group. 4. And potentially the most difficult, 
think about upgrading his board by transitioning out board members whose expertise was solely rooted in the search. As we finished our coffee, Patrick said, Thanks for the advice, though I wish someone had a methodology as simple as the Lean Startup for how to scale my company. Lessons Learned Startups go from search to build to scale. The search to build phase happens around 40 people. Very different management tools and techniques are needed to guide your company through this new phase. You need to reset your board and your peer advisors to people who know how to manage building a company versus starting one. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.